Welcome to our Fate of Midgard game, Stranded in the Southlands. Um, you may notice that it's mm, a side quest, baby. It's a different yeah. game tonight. Huzzah! It's a side quest. Um, so I will be your game master tonight. My and name who is are you? My name is Aaron. <laughs> I'm usually a player. I usually play Eleanor Westergaard. But tonight we actually have a treat in store for us. We get to find out what happened to Yolok after Mira and Eleanor sent him away in Perbastet. So very nervous about the past tense that you're referring to my, <laughs> to my character before, before the round is started. So tonight we have Brendan joining us to reprise his Hello. role as Yolok. And then, actually, in a switch of roles, Porter is going to be playing Kama tonight. You have no idea how long it's been since I actually got to play in a game, people. <laughs> so let's start. Um, Brendan, let's have you go first and just remind everyone about Yolok. Yeah. Uh, Yolok is a, uh, a slippery cobalt treasure hunter. Uh, he had some really excellent action-packed fighting sequences on the rooftop last time, uh, had been observing our main characters uh, in the shadows, uh, but they uh, they saved his life, and he is now honor-bound to protect and serve them. Uh, and when we last saw Yolok, he was sent uh, from, uh, uh, from uh, Perbastet to head out to the Temple of Thoth Hermes, and uh, he has a mission to make contact with Kama and try and uh, get some information, and, and we'll see where that takes us. He uh, he has some uh, some aspects uh, that have been a lot of fun to play with so far. Uh, first one is getting in is no problem. Getting out, on the other hand, uh, which I think Aaron is going to uh, utilize <laughs> as a good source of fake point economy. Uh, the second uh, aspect is beneath notice. Uh, as a kobold, he can usually find a place to hide and skulk in the shadows without, uh, you know, drawing too much of a scene. Uh, and an eye for antiques is his uh, his third aspect. Uh, eye for antiques may come into play. We'll see. Uh, he carries with him his masterwork thieves' tools, handy for disarming traps that look to maim and kill him, uh, and his trusty Marodi stiletto. Excellent. Well, I'm excited to play. I forgot all of those fun aspects that Yolok has. Um, okay, Porter, tell us about Kama. This is a new character that we really don't know anything about. Well, I guess I'll refresh everyone. So Kama is the son of... Koran and Leta, and Koran was the son of Kajima, which was the. Hopefully, you've listened to the rest of the podcast <laughs> and you know who Kajima is. If not, why are you even here? <laughs> anyway, it's a long story. Porter, take it away. So, I am playing Kama, the grandson of Kajima. His high concept is that he is an uh, adventurous abjurer, his trouble is that he is bored in the temple. And he has, his uh, other aspect is he is, is years studying the planes in Thoth's temple. So he is a planar scholar. And he is, he is a wizard class and uh, specifically 
an abjuration specialist. Cool. Thanks, guys. Okay, so tonight we're going to pick up with Yolok. And first, let's chat about how how did Yolok make it out of Perbestet and up to the Temple of Thoth? Yeah, so um, in order to cross this vast distance in a, a relatively short period of time, um, Yolok had to dig a little deeply into his... Uh, uh, contacts in the more seedy areas of town. Uh, initially, to escape town, he found a uh, smuggler that was sneaking out uh, along the river, uh, and he snuck out on that uh, on that shipment, uh, and then intercepted a uh, a sand ship and effectively stowed away on the sand ship uh, in in transit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he spent a good amount of time basically in the uh, in the hold of one of these sand ships um browsing through some of the wares that were uh, that were down in storage uh since no one was expecting anyone to be down there no one really came down um and there was nothing of value obviously no one would uh, you know part with their valuables uh in in this neck of the woods but uh one thing he did pick up uh was a bag of um uh steel spheres uh oh boy uh, 100 ball bearings 100 steel ball bearings oh dear uh and then he um did a a sweet tuck and roll maneuver uh as the uh as the sand ship was heading west over the deserts uh and he uh, basically hoofed it the rest of the way uh towards the temple of Thothermes. excellent so as he arrives at the temple, um, the temple's kind of out and away from all the main areas, um, but it's still, you know, a nice big temple. There's some nice pillars as he walks up. It's out sort of on the edge of the desert, so it's very sandy and hot. Um, but as he gets up to the temple, he can see people kind of milling about. They're in scholarly robes, just kind of out attending to their business. Um, so what would Yolok like to do? So is there anyone here in this temple who is not a scholar or priest around, or is it like 100% scholars and priests? It looks pretty much 100% scholars and priests. So I do stand out a little bit as a kobold in this uh, sort of reliquary of a magic and thought. Yes, definitely. I mean, they're not all humans, but they all have very specific... Kobolds are not common. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so you definitely do stand out. Uh, Is anyone giving me weird looks, or uh, is everyone quite pleasant? Um, Yes, everyone's quite pleasant. People are looking at you as to, you know, sort of like, oh, that's new. But, But people do come and go to the temple, so it isn't... Cool. Yeah. Uh, is there a visitor's center? There is. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to go there, please. <laughs> you can see that the main part of the temple looks to have a door that looks like a main entrance. You see people come in and out of there. And so that's where I think you should head. Yeah, I, I go there. Excellent. So as you kind of climb up the steps, there's about five big rocky steps. 
and uh, the door is already open. You go what looks like into an entryway, and there is a lady there in the same types of robes, and she kind of has, she, she's a human, and she has kind of darker brown hair to her shoulders, is kind of pulled up a little bit, and uh, she's sitting there just sort of looking like a receptionist. Uh, so you know how in doctor's offices they have like, uh, like those name plates right outside the elevators that say like, uh, you know, uh, doctor, I don't know, comma, uh, building four, room A. Yes. Do they happen to have one of those here in this reception center? They definitely do not. Ah, bummer. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I, I, I approach the, uh, I, I approach the, uh, the receptionist, uh, <clears throat> she looks at you and oh, hello greetings i am looking for a long lost companion here perhaps you could help me find them ah um yes who uh, who are you looking for i am seeking kama kama of corin and leta ah uh, Kama, Kama, Kama. Um, yes, do you know uh, what... I'm not sure if a Kama, per se, do you know what his job is here, or what he's studying, or... Ah, uh, yes, alas, when, uh, when last I spoke with Kama of Corin and Leta, we, uh, we didn't discuss issues pertaining to his academic endeavors. Um, okay. How about you have a seat over here, and I'm going to go see if I can perhaps find him. Uh, there's some refreshments over in that corner if you'd like to go have some water and some bread. I'll be right back. And she uh, takes off to go into a back room. She's probably going to go look up a scroll and see if she can find his name anywhere. Yeah, okay. I, uh, I head over to the refreshment stand and grab some water. As you walk around, you notice that there's a lot of tapestries about. And they all seem to depict uh, the god Thoth Hermes. And he, in this, looks like a man but with an ibis head. Um, and he has a dagger in a lot of them and a staff. Um, and these are his main weapons of choice. Yeah, so I'm wondering, I would like to uh, roll a, uh, a clever check here. Um, in, in all of my sort of skulkery around over here, I, I kind of wonder how much I actually know about this Thoth Hermes fellow. Um, so I, I think this would be a clever check, maybe? Sure. Yeah, go ahead, roll. Uh, so that's going to be a four. Oh, nice. Okay. So you know Thoth Hermes, he's not one of the really big gods, but, I mean, he's, he's known. You know that Thoth Hermes is worshipped by scholars, scribes, merchants, thieves, messengers, travelers, and wizards throughout Nurian Atal. Um, his followers come from all sorts of backgrounds, but they are curious, learned, and interested in knowledge both licit and illicit. Um, 
Yeah. So, so I think that that's been his exposure thus far as like, as Yolok has been here, this has been, you know, he, he doesn't have a patron saint, but if he did, it's probably this dude. Yeah. With his, with his rad dagger and illicit behavior. Yeah. So he is definitely a neutral god. He is also the patron of hieroglyphic magic and learning of all kinds. Okay. Okay. Um, And I do feel like Thebes sort of fall under his realm as well. Especially clever Thebes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, As you're kind of looking around and kind of remembering these tapestries are kind of jogging your memory of this this god, um, this, this priestess receptionist lady comes back and uh she kind of gestures to you as you're over by the water and you're trying to get you to come back on over yep i had over um yes so it we do have a comma and uh it looks like he is a researcher i have not actually met him but it looks like if you just go through the main hallway down to your left and take it all the way down to the very end. You'll come to a courtyard with a small fountain in it. Go past the fountain and there is the library with the big study hall. And I think that's where the scholars are going to be located. Wonderful. Thank you for all of your assistance. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just waves you on and gets back to her work. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So there are definitely people about, so if you tried to be sneaky, there's there's like lots of people. No, I mean like and... I don't think I need to be sneaky, right? It's a library. Right. Right. No, you can just go. I I go to the library. I, I think that I, I go to the library, um but I'm not like walking down the hallway being like, comma, hey comma, where are you at, bruh? <laughs> You know, like, I think he's just kind of walking patiently, deliberately, um, as nondescript as possible, right? He's <laughs> he's blending in by doing precisely nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, then he makes it down the hallway, he goes past the fountain, and uh, you go through an archway, and you enter into a huge library. It's gorgeous. There's tons and tons of books from floor to ceiling um and and it's very very tall up they've got one of those ladders that sort of rolls around i mean multiples of these ladders that people are kind of on looking for books there's big grand tables that have um, more people in robes and they've got books out and their quills they're scribbling down um yeah so there's lots of people in there okay uh is there like a head librarian it doesn't seem to be. It seems that there's just kind of people around. Okay. Uh, uh, can I tell sort of how this library is organized? Like, is it <laughs> Dewey Decimal or is it like alphabetical <laughs> by Other subject? I, I'm asking for a specific reason. So uh, if I need to roll for it, I can. But Or uh, is it just like big signs saying, you know, Conjuration magic. Yeah, I think, so yeah, it's not Dewey Decimal. There's just signs that sort of have the different schools of magic and different, yes, subject areas. Okay. Um, I want to find a 
like I want to go back in the very back. Uh, <laughs> and you know how like every library has like the stacks, right? And and you've just got to find the staircase and go down. And that's what I want to do. I want to find the staircase and I want to go deep into the library. Because if it's anything like university libraries or something, like everyone congregates out front, everyone gets their book and then finds like a nook. And I want to go deep. Okay. So you go back to the back of the library and um, there's really nothing that goes down, like you're saying, like a, like a story below. Okay. But there is sort of like a back area where you can see that the, the librarians, I guess, work where all the books have been brought back to and they're sort of sorting them. I'm looking very specifically for any sort of uh, place where there might be a lack of signage, something that might indicate that whatever the knowledge that is stored here is maybe a little bit more dangerous, something uh. um, like a, a little bit more sinister might be here and thus is not like advertised out front. Right. So that library you are not in. This ah. is the the normal library that everyone goes to that it has all your classics. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, in that case, I would like to, um, let me see. People are kind of starting to notice you a little bit more. Because okay. you notice uh, that everyone in here is all dressed a different, in a different robe than you saw outside. We saw maybe a couple of uh -huh. these robes. So these are definite scholar robes. And you look in, different. In the back of the library, uh... <laughs> I I want to pick up a like any old book, but something that's definitely not filed, something that's in that sort of like drop off area. Okay. Um, and um, I uh, I want to take a quick eyeball and assess my surroundings. And in that assessment, I want to find anyone that looks a little uncomfortable with me being there. Okay. Uh, so I can roll for this if you want, or... No, that's fine. I don't, I don't know what it would be. No, that's fine. Um, so okay. the book that you pick up is The Book of Starry Wisdom. Ooh, loving that. And uh, that's actually quite a common book that I think, I mean, it's very uh, specific to Thoth, but it's, it's it's not a dark book. But Yeah, yeah. But that is what you pick up. And actually, okay. one of the gentlemen who is sorting the books has already noticed you. He sees you looking at the book. And he comes over to you, and he uh, tries to get your attention, and, <clears throat> excuse me, can I help you with something? You look a bit lost. Ah, yes, thank you for your kind assistance, sir. My name is Kalyo, and I'm looking for uh, a, f a friend. He and I haven't seen each other for quite some time, and the last time we spoke, we spoke of this very book, the Book of Starry Wisdom. Perhaps uh, you could help me find him. His name is Kama, Kama of Corin and Leta. 
Ah, uh, yes, Kama. He, yes, he is a great researcher here. Um, he is over in the uh, abjuration magic area. Many thanks to you. And I bow, and before he has a chance to even, like, look or talk, I'm, I'm out ski. Okay. Book in hand, rolling. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So you head over the Book of Abjuration, sorry, the area of Abjuration Magic is down at the other end from where you were. And okay. uh, you head over there, and there is just one person over in that area. Um, you see a man sitting there, uh, working very quietly, very focused. Um, is this me? That's you. Human, right. Is it a human or is it a cat man? It is, a, is it a human? It's a human. And, uh, he, he has, he has a dark brown skin from the back. You, you can see he's got a shaved head and he is in the kind of blue scholar robes that you've seen around. However, the sleeves are rolled up to the el to his elbows. And in one hand, you, you can see in front of him, there are two different scrolls that he seems to be like comparing and cross-referencing um, and sort of like occasionally rolling to, to scroll downwards on each one. And then he's got another piece of parchment where he's scribbling notes with a quill. Um, and then in his other hand, He's got a, a, uh, what, what looks to be a rubber ball, sort of like a racquetball. And he's sitting there reading and absentmindedly tossing the, this ball against the, the floor, bounce, uh, bouncing up to the wall, coming back to his hand. And he just sort of keeps doing this little repetitive rhythmic bounce while he's scribbling and writing and, uh, and, uh, just. Nice. <laughs> keeping himself th he's fidgeting with the ball while he while he's he's studying so um i would like to do a rogue thing and uh sneak up without him noticing you said he was alone so i think i can uh, probably be be a little like if someone else were here it would be harder to sneak up but he's i basically just want to observe and sneak and he's pretty deep into his, he's pretty, he looks pretty deep into his work, so it's probably not very hard to sneak up on him. Cool. Uh, and I observe him for, um, I mean, not a long period of time, just maybe a few seconds to sort of see what he's doing, bouncing this mm -hmm. ball rhythmically and sort of by intuition, Yolok, uh, sort of notices these details, you know, when it comes to his foes, he notices, you know, little tiny things that, you know, maybe they aren't weaknesses, but they're just attributes. Yeah. And so he sees this ball and he notices that the ball bounce happens four times and then a scroll roll and then four bounces <laughs> and then a scroll roll and then a scribble and then the whole cycle repeats. And you're, and so you're, you're definitely picking up also a little bit of muttering. He seems there's an air of just irritation with what he's doing, mm. with what he's working on that, um, and he seems to be taking that irritation out on the ball. So after uh, just a couple moments of observation, um, I would like to take a fast action on one of his ball bounces <laughs> and snatch the ball. Um, but sort of as 
fast as possible so that he like expects the ball to kind of come back. Um, and <laughs> it's just not there. And also I am not there. So <laughs> I'd, I'd like to do that. I think that's probably going to be um, a difficulty three of fast. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, uh, I got a three. So does Ty go to the runner or to the, to the not runner? So a tie, that's a success at a cost. So you are going to catch the ball, but you don't get away. Sweet. He's going to see you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. I, I catch the ball, uh, and I, and I say, um, Kamas ah! of Corin <laughs> His eyes are, he, he is, his eyes are huge. He just get, <laughs> I regret to inform you that the answers you seek are not in those scrolls. He pauses. He realizes that his quill is dripping. He sets the quill in the ink. <laughs> holds his hands up. Okay, what do you want? And I, uh, I set the book down just kind of casually and I say, uh, I find myself in need of your very particular set of skills, Kama. My name is Yolak. And I come bearing news from your parents and grandmother. What? What? Um, my, my grandmother's dead. What, what's that? Are my parents okay? He he said he's suddenly up on his feet and seems very anxious. Cool. Uh, uh not to worry. Not to worry, young Kama. Your parents are fine and in point of fact, your grandmother is still dead. But <laughs> these are troubling times, and sometimes the dead do not stay dead for long. Wait, tell what? Me. Did tell my me, Don't tell me my grandmother what? rose from the dead. Tell me, Kama, what do you know of Pear Anu? Uh suddenly his gut you can see you just see the guards go up. Um I know things about Pear Anu. Why? And who wait, I'm sorry. Who are you again? And why? where did you come from? Ah, yes. Wonderful to hear. My name is Yolok, and have no fear. I am a friend in these trying times. What? Trying times? Is everything okay back home? Please, uh, Kama, there's no reason for you to... Uh, lose a sense of calm. Is there somewhere we can go and talk and I will tell you answers to all of the questions that I can? He looks around at the empty wing of the library that you're in. Where, uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm kind of the only one here. <laughs> here, he pulls, he, 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 uh, pulls out another chair. Welcome to my office. And he sits on the, he kind of leans against the table and folds his arms as if to say, start talking. Kama, 
surely you don't take me for a fool. We are in a library full of wizards and conjurers. How do I know for certain that there aren't spells being cast at this very moment that are listening into our conversation? Hmm. Fair point. He kind of looks around and... Oh, all right. He, he kind of tidies up his the, the scrolls he was working on, puts a little, uh, a small uh, rectangular weight on a spot to, like, mark his place on one of the scrolls, and uh, puts the lid on his ink, and... All right. Here. Uh, follow me over here. And he leads you around, uh, around a, uh, to a, to uh, a couple, a couple corners that ends up in a little nook out. It is near a window, which is pleasant, but it does, it seems like there's a, um, there's a service door that, um, doesn't, it doesn't look like this area gets used much, but there's a service door nearby and a window. This is about as private as it gets here. Wonderful, comma. Thank you for being so considerate. And uh, at, at that point, um, uh, Yolok starts describing the events that had taken place, uh, how he was uh, stalking the, uh, the pair, our, our main heroines, and um, they ended up saving his life. And uh, the, the conflict in the streets in which, uh, uh, you know, everyone was, was facing off. And uh, I, I don't think that he necessarily holds anything back. He just sort of does all of the exposition, knowing right. that he's in a place that's more secure. There's he, he doesn't hold anything back. Okay. Throughout this, Kama is, he kind of, he, he's listening intently, but he always kind of has a nervous energy where he, he doesn't sit still for very long. He kind of, around the spot, he'll kind of shift positions around the window. He will kind of drum his fingers on the windowsill or uh, kind of, he, he still has that rubber ball. He's not bouncing it, but he'll like kind of pass it from hand to hand. So he's always moving, but he's very attentive to you throughout the whole thing. Cool. Um, and then I think we get to the, I think we get to the part of, um, Per Anu. Um, and, and that's, I think, where the description gets a little more vague because Yolok doesn't know much about Per Anu other than what, you know, the, the folklore is that it's a, you know, an ancient temple of, of death and despair. Um, and, uh, and, and so I think that brings us to, uh, to where Yolok says. And so you see, Kama, that is why I come to you now in order to serve my mistresses. They find themselves in need of your assistance. Wow. Wow. So they're retracing my grandmother's footsteps indeed wow all right well that's that's definitely a thing 
Was my dad angry? I bet he was angry. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, uh, I remember in uh, in improv comedy, you're supposed to yes and. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, uh, and he was furious. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Well, so ha, you you have to understand this is so weird. I, uh, how am I supposed to? Take you seriously. This is bizarre. Mm, yes, that is where I believe this might come in handy. And I take out the um, uh, the artifact. Mm. I don't give it to him, but I like hold it in front of him and say, "Do you know what I'm holding?" He looks at the letter. Huh. Yep. This is just as weird as it sounds. Okay. Um, so, I guess, here's the, here's the deal. I grew up on the stories of my, on, uh, of my, on my grandmother's stories. And they inspired me. And I always... Where there was lots of tension between with my 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 dad and my mom and my until my grandmother passed that uh but I was always pretty interested in her stories, and that's what brought me here. He kind of circles his finger in the air, gesturing to the library because I got really excited about these ideas of of the planes and dimensions and an oasis that travels around the world. And I, I wanted to know more and that's what brought me here. And I, I'm not entirely convinced that it was a good choice, but I'm here and I'm still, I'm still retracing those steps myself. So, I mean, I I don't know what your friends are going to find on the other side. Um I know that they're going to meet a an undead god king which frankly sounds terrifying to me in the palace in the the palace of crimson pillars which is also terrifying and assuming that they survive that if somehow they get him to talk to them here's what i here's what my grandmother told me once i got a bit older and i was able to ask more questions he gave her a choice to he he was able to either tell her when it would when the oasis was going to arrive with using divination magic or he could put her on a shadow road that would that she could travel on through the shadow realm to arrive at what she called she she said he referred to as an anchor point the anchor point is a place a single place 
in the whole world that apparently the Oasis keeps returning to on a specific cosmological conjunction. Now, I don't know where that anchor point is, but I know that they'll be that your friends would have to walk the shadow road to get there. And that's going to be really dangerous. Do you know, do they know any, have they ever been to the shadow realm? Do they even know what that is? Do you Come even on. know what that is? Come on. of course I know what the shadow realm is. But my mistresses don't know what they're in for. They're looking, they are actively seeking to enter Pair Anew. Wow, they sound, um, they sound kind of crazy. And this is where your guidance will help them. Whew. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let me ask you this, Kamo. Is this temple everything that you wished it would be? Has it brought you the sense of fulfillment that you so desperately sought after hearing the tales of your grandmother's wanderings? He looks out the window longingly. <sighs> Not really, no. I've learned a lot here. I've had my nose in books and scrolls for years now, and I've... Oh my gods, I've learned so much, but I'm so... He kind of tapping his fist against the stone wall. It's just so conf so confined. I, I yeah no I've getting a little getting a little frustrated being here. Not going to lie. I'm going to tell you now what my plan is, and I'm also going to tell you that I need your help to accomplish my goals. But you should know that once you are made aware of my intent, you will likely become an accomplice. So I will offer you this one chance. If you wish to stay in this life here at the temple, researching this abjuration for the rest of your life, now is the time to say so. But... If you wish to jump off that ledge and come serve the mistresses with me, we will behold great wonders. And yes, we will face great peril. But I will tell you this, never have I felt more alive than when I am closest to death itself. I feel like there should be a red pill and a blue pill here. <laughs> <laughs> he... He just looks at this strange little kobold that came out of nowhere today. Uh, sure. Like a little wall breaks. Sure. I'll bite. Let's jump off the ledge. And, uh, he does a little bounce of his, of, of his rubber ball, kind of rubs his hands together. All right. Lay it on me. So, uh, I, I, uh, as as the rubber ball comes back up, uh, I I snatch it again as he's getting ready to catch it, and this time instead of just holding the ball, I replace 
the uh, like where the ball would have landed with the bag full of marbles signifying his change from sort of the repetitive and the mundane to the path of wanton destruction <laughs> that we're likely about to to uh, to embark on. So I give him this gift of a hundred ball bearings. He is looking at the bag of ball bearings that looks really he opens the pouch and looks in it What the hell? He pulls what the hell Soon, my friend, you will learn the freedom that comes with letting things go without expecting them to return. He ties the pouch, the knot on the pouch. All right. Uh, and so um, at that point, I kind of lay out uh, my plan, uh, which is not fully formed yet. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, ultimately... What is know, the plan? Yolok's, is there a plan? Well, so... What Yolok's plan is... Oh, I, okay. If we've got a DM hint coming, I will take it. Yes. So, Kama knows that within this temple, there is a vault. Um, this vault contains many artifacts. Um, and this vault is not something that is easily accessed. Really, no one to his knowledge, has come or gone. It's more a thing of legend and myth. You don't even know if it truly exists. Um, but you have heard tale of a few different items that would be down there, but one that you know that could possibly help Yolok and his friends is a lantern that would offer them protection as they walk the Shadow Road. Awesome. Dope. Loving it. So, uh, Yolok explains that he's looking for something at the temple here, something that could, you know, help, uh, help his mistresses in their hours of greatest need. So, uh, um, Kama is, is like totally into this now. He's getting excited. So, all right. I know this is probably going to sound a little crazy, but. There is supposedly this secret vault in the depths underneath the temple. Possibly an old tomb that we built the temple on top of. And in there is supposed to be a collection of artifacts. And specifically, I've, I've come into, I've come across reference in some of my readings that hundreds of years ago, the temple took possession of a of a lantern of shadow light that is supposed to be sort of like an an ever burning flame except for instead of instead of casting warm sh uh, firelight it casts a pale almost like moonlight and it's supposed to protect those in the space of its light from the corrupting effects of the Shadow Realm. So if I was going to go on a trek through a sh through the Shadow Roads, that's something I would really want to have with me. Um, I don't actually know how to get into the vault, and we're definitely not supposed to be down there. 
And I'm not even sure if it's real, but I think it is. What do you say? Where would we where would we go to look for this entrance? I look at the DM. <laughs> where would I start? Do I hit the books or do I have a sense of where to begin? So you know of um, an entrance in one of the back rooms of the temple in one of the oldest parts of the temple. Um, there is, it's kind of like back hidden. No one goes there sort of back where like all the cleaning supplies is and everything. But there's an old door, um, that no one, no one really opens. Mm. No one's really gone into. It's just sort of like, it's, it's really small. It's been kind of sealed up. Mm. And if you, if there was anywhere in this temple besides a hidden door, that sure. you know, nothing of. That would probably be a good place to start. All right. Uh, after a few, after a few more back, a bit of bit of back and forth. All right, I have an idea. Follow me. Let's uh, let me show you something. And he, I, I lead him through the uh, through the library, and I, I I make a point of trying to avoid people as much as possible. And some people are like, "Hey, Kama, how's it going?" Uh, good, good. I'm on to something. Um, I can't talk right now. Oh, exciting. Nah, he's nodding. <laughs> Keep moving. Try to avoid getting stuck into any discussions. And, uh, head through to where I believe that door is. Okay, so you make your way to one of the oldest parts of the temple. Um, you kind of, it takes you a few times, is kind of poking around. Um, some of the cleaning staff are kind of giving you the side eye as to why are you back in our area? Cause you have to go back through one of the kitchens into the back storeroom, into the cleaning closets. And, uh, but no one really stops you. They just kind yeah. of look at you and, and you guys just keep on going. Um, you go back to, uh, the furthest place that you can find and you kind of move stuff out of the way and you can kind of see an outline. Mm. of where it looks like someone has kind of plastered over things. And um, as you're kind of sensing it, comma, you can definitely feel that this is probably sealed with a little bit of magic as well. So that's mm. probably a hint that there is something there. Okay. Um, you don't at the moment see any keyholes or anything, but um, you'll lock as you kind of inspect it. Uh, maybe kind of knocking on the walls a bit, sort of listening. You can definitely tell that it's hollow on the other side. So there's a little bit of magic, and you can tell that it's not solid all the way. Are, but it is kind are of we uh, are we kind of alone here? Yes. In in this particular alcove. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Can I detect magic to figure out what school, like what the school of magic that this residual stuff is, like what the nature of the magic? Yes, is? you actually know. Okay, because it's your school of magic. Okay, it's protection. Ah. All right, I so I you you see um you see Kama pull out his uh pull out his wand, which is a um fairly uh smooth slender um taper, except for it has a very distinct 
like cork, one little wind of corkscrew in the middle and then otherwise just continues on very straight. And he, what he does, he, uh, he holds it out and he traces two little circles, almost like lenses in the air and, um, and then reaches out and brings them back to his eyes and they sort of overlay on his face, almost like, uh, like really big, um, oversized glasses almost. And through there, he, um, he looks at the wall and they're just sort of glow, like little glowing blue outlines around his eyes. And then, uh, he dismisses it and looks at you. Yeah, there's definitely something here. Something, some, they're, they're protecting something. Um, and, uh, we should, uh, we should be careful. Could I attempt to, uh, dispel whatever is in? Can I tell? Is it, is it a, does it look like a war? A does trap that'll like kill us? Possibly. Did, can I tell anything <laughs> else from it from my can you inspection? Make a roll? Yeah. Of plus two? Or a difficulty two? Dif- okay. Um, would, if I, if I'm kind of taking my time to study it, would that be a focus? Sure. Okay. All right. So that is a plus three for me. Uh, one on the dice, so that gives me a four. Okay. Yes. So you know that um, this is a ward of protection. Okay. And it doesn't seem very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there, probably keeping out, you know, very like kind of low level mm-hmm. wizards, keeping thieves out. Sure. But I think you will be able to disarm it. Yes. So part, yeah, part of abjuration is dispelling and dismissal. Yeah. Um, can I dis? Can I attempt to dismantle it? Yes. Okay. Um, and it's not very hard, so it's a difficulty too. Cool. And again, is this something? Am I able to kind of take my time and really focus yes. on the details? Oh and yes. Be no one else careful? is here. You yeah. Okay. Take all the time you need. All right. So focus. Ooh, negative one on the dice. So that gives me a two. So that would be a tie. Um. Okay. So as you're doing this, um, the plaster sort of cracks. Okay. And a piece comes off and falls on the ground, making a big noise. Oh. Um, okay. You hear footsteps. Uh-oh. Coming. And in- uh, Yolok, uh sort of, when he hears these footsteps, uh, throws his back against, like, the wall so that he's, like, you know, you know how, like, doorway... If someone were to come through the doorway, he's going to be on the like at their side. Okay, mm. so yes. he's in sort of ambush position. Okay, is there somewhere I can hide, like behind a crate or something like that? Uh, make a roll. Okay, would that be covert? Fast. Fast. Okay, I'm good with that. Actually, Brendan, make a fast roll as well. Difficulty two. Oh, I only got a one. Um. Okay. Uh, Three. Okay. Well, Yolok is hidden. Yeah. Um. As you, you're acting too slow. Yeah, okay. So, um, you see a short, plump, older lady, um, with gray hair kind of pulled up into a bun, and she has kind of brown robes with a green apron on. You know that she is one of the cook, one of the cooks, one of the kitchen staff. And she comes and pokes her head in, and, uh, looks at you, very surprised. Kama! Kama, what what are you doing back here? Uh, what sort of supplies are in this room? Is it cleaning supplies? Yes, please. Okay, um, there's a big, I, I spilled a big pot of ink on one of the tables out there, and I was looking for, 
I was looking for cleaning supplies. I'm really sorry. Oh, oh dear. Oh, that sounds like a roll. So as as he's bumbling this fib and sort of like stumbling over the words in his mouth, uh, I um, uh, Yolok is slowly like unsheathing his stiletto. <laughs> okay, well, Kama make a roll because okay. you're trying to fool her. Um, so is that covert. Now it's gonna be or... clever. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. That's all right. It's actually the same. Oh, uh, that's a... Difficulty two. Difficulty two, so it's a tie. Uh, so a success with complication. Okay, so she says, oh, oh, Can dear. I invoke the fact that I have my aspect years of studying in the temple, so she trusts me because I'm one of the people oh, who've been here for a while? that's true. Okay, and you, do you, know, and you know it's Janet. It's, <laughs> oh, yes, we know each, I know her. So, yes, the fact that I've been here for years... Is she's inclined to trust me. Yes. Awesome. Pay my fate point. Clean yes. success. Please don't kill Janet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, comma, you see Yolok pulling his knife. Uh, is her name Janet, we've decided? Sure, her name's so, Janet. So, Janet. <laughs> Janet does not see Yolok at all. Oh, oh, yes, dear. I Let me help you. And so she's going to start looking around to help you find cleaning supplies back there. Awesome, thank you. It's the it's the blue ink, you know the the, the one that tends to to stain really bad. Oh yeah. What's the best thing to use for that? Oh, well, let's get you let's get you some of this cleaning potion I had. Okay. Up. It's just back in this other room, and so she oh. kind of walks out and 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 I'll, I'll take care if you can just help me get it. I'll take care of the mess. I feel awful. You have things to do. Yeah, and she grabs a bottle and she hands it to you. Okay, well, dearie, yes. And she kind of taps you on the shoulder and she really likes you. She thinks Tom is just a sweet little guy. I part ways with her and until she's out, then I make my she way back it. to uh, the room where Yolok is. Okay. And I put the cleaning supplies back on the sh- <laughs> back on a shelf. Okay. Uh, he looks so at you. As, as he's coming back in, the stiletto is already resheathed. And already, he looks at you. You would have killed Janet, wouldn't you? Yes, Kala, I would have. I serve the mistress. Who? Uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> let's get let's get on with this. <laughs> Eleanor is gonna really like Yola. Oh my god, dude, you have missed. She keeps like her. She's getting like ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> We have to keep stopping her from killing people. You gave me a rogue. I I did give you a rogue. I have. I, it's all my fault. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway, right. back to back to the thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. So now you you head back and yep. you can attempt to get through again. Okay. Now I did succeed in dismantling it. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so I dismantled the the protection. So you have dismantled the protection. Okay. However, there you still do not see a door. A little piece of the you notice that the plaster that has fallen down. You can see a wooden oh, door I see. behind this plaster. So we still need to open the physical thing. Yes. Okay. There's yeah, just no so magic I'd, I'd like to uh, take it. Now that I see a door, a door piece, I, I feel like Yolok could maybe uh, get in there with his uh, thieves' tools and uh, and start uh, fiddling around with the locking mechanism. Uh, so you don't Sounds... see a locking mechanism yet. The piece that fell was from the top. It's about a four by six 
four inch by six inch chunk that fell off. Mm. So you know that there's uh, a wooden... we need to we need to get rid of the plaster. I think we got to yes. probably pry it off or something. Yeah. Do you have a crowbar? Uh, I don't think that comes into these tools. <laughs> yeah, um, fair. Oh uh, yeah, I happened to pick up one of those from the uh, can, from the sand. How about are there any tools in this room? Like, uh, uh, there's like the standard things. There's a mop and a broom a and a bucket. Um, with a little <laughs> with the nail. Uh, not in this. The... Not, not in this area. Oh. No, there's like it's, it's all cleaning stuff. How uh, how thick is the plaster? Like, not, is this like a not super thick? It's like an inch. So, I mean, if we see where the plaster is coming off, can't we sort of, like, predict more or less where the door is going to be? Yes. So, I mean, is it that ridiculous to assume, then, that I could, like, use my thieves' tools as, like, a chisel and try and find the edge of the door? Yes, you could do that. Uh, yeah, that sounds like I, a I roll. Think... Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do so a I'd... difficulty three. Ooh. Because you Ooh. are looking, because it's behind plaster. Okay. What do you think? Focus. Sure, focus. So while you're doing this, I'm gonna go kind of keep an eye out on the door. I'm gonna shut the door so it, we don't make um, people can't hear. Uh, what did you say that difficulty was? <laughs> difficulty three, because you can't see anything. Okay. On Getting focus, in is easy. That's a one. Oh. Ooh. Getting so, in is easy. You could pay a fate point. Yeah, but then I I still don't hit it. Oh, I guess then I you re-roll. Well, you get either a re-roll or success at a cost. I'm going to use my expertise burglary, which I'm just remembering I have. Oh, yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I actually gain plus two focus when using focus to bypass obstacles using precise physical execution, such as... Pickling, pick, pickling, pickling uh, the door, <laughs> picking locks, disabling security, blah blah blah. Yeah, this so fits under that. that. One yeah. turns into a three. I did give you that stunt, didn't I? Okay, so that is a tie. So that's success at a cost. So as you are chiseling away, you definitely find it. You can you have determined the outline of the door, and actually you've chiseled away enough so that you can see the lock. So there is a lock. It looks like a very old lock. It's been covered in plaster. It's not going to be hard to break into. You're going to have to do a roll, but it's not going to be hard. You can do this. However, in chiseling away, a lot more plaster has fallen, and you hear more footsteps. No. You actually feel it here a couple of footsteps. Oh, no. And around the corner, comma, you see Janet, and she has been chatting with another member of the kitchen staff, um, Zona, and she is a, a, a tall, slender, older woman, and they've just been chit-chatting, but they heard more stuff, and so they have, they, they've come to check on you. Oh, Kama, Kama, what is happening oh, back here? Yeah, um, sorry, I was, uh, I cleaned up the mess of the ink, and I was just bringing back the supplies, and I couldn't find where they were, so I just brought them back into here, and then I just, sorry, I tripped on some stuff and so knocked it over. Janet likes you. Uh, Zona doesn't not so like much. you oh, as much. She doesn't okay. like people back in her kitchen. Yeah. Why are you here? Uh. Oh, don't worry, he was just getting cleaning stuff. Um, he shouldn't be back here. Scholars are belong in the library. 
You're you're you right. You need to get back to the library. She starts looking around. It sounds like you need to make a roll. Okay. Um. Uh, can I? You need to be bluffing them right <laughs> now because they're gonna start investigating further. Okay. Because uh, so Zona be... heard that and it's behind you and she wants to go see what's happening. So I um. I, all right, you I'm going to be covert. Right okay, covert. And I'm going to I'm going to gesture I want uh to send a signal to Yolok to hide and make a mess. I hope you're picking up what I'm laying down, brother. Yeah, I mean I hear the shouting. Oh, oh I got a one. Okay, well that was Total. too. Okay. Um Pushes past you know, you. I'll take a fail. We'll we'll we'll, we'll find her. We'll uh Zona pu- pushes past you. <laughs> Idiots. And she she doesn't really have regard right. for the scholars. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I I I don't fight. As she comes in, I I She pushes past I know you what I've to lost. go uh, and and she walks in and what does she see? Uh Yolok has uh has hidden again. Okay, so make a roll. Um, Difficulty 2 okay. to hide. Uh, what are, this was fast, because... Yep, fast. Yeah. Yep, uh, so I've got a three. Okay. Yolok is hidden. Yeah. Oh my! I know! What, what has happened back here? I've what been... have you been doing? Janet! I hold my hands up like, what? Like, I have no tools, what are you talking about? Oh no, what I has know. happened back here? Oh no, this is not good. And Janet found goes, goes back and... They see the door. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this this is not good. We have to tell people this should not be open. This is bad, bad, bad. Oh, what are we going to do, Zona? Well, we must. We yes, you're right. We must go tell somebody right away. Okay, so at that moment, Yolok is going to attack. Zona. <laughs> oh no! Please, please don't kill them. Please just knock them okay, out. Okay, okay. So. What what he's going to do uh, is he's going to uh, sneak attack Zona, and I, I don't actually want to uh, stab her to death. Um, <laughs> okay. But I do want to hold the knife, like, hard against her neck. Okay. And And I want to do it in such a way that she can't see me. Right, so like I'm behind her, she can't see me. Okay. Uh, and since I'm short, I don't think that uh, Janet can necessarily see me either. Okay. Um, and uh, into Zona's ear. Well, okay, that's what I want to do. What do I have to roll to do that? Is that fast sneak attack? I think that's brutal. So okay. wait, are you trying to get the knife on her throat and intimidate her? Or are you yes. trying... That sounds more bold. Oh, yes, bold. If you're intimidating her, as opposed to actually, like, thumping her to knock her out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a bold sneak attack. Yes. Okay. So... That's three pluses on the dice and plus two with sneak attack on zero. So that's a five. So that is a success with styles. So you are so fast. She doesn't even see it coming. All she knows is all of a sudden she is pinned with a knife against her throat and she is very afraid. 
I, I just shut the door. Uh, is Janet in here too? Yes, Janet is in here. And because it's a successful style, we will say that Janet is also completely frozen in fear. She's intimidated as well. Listen very closely to what I'm about to say. I have business in this room. And I am going to complete my task that I came here to perform. I want you to know that your life and your life as well, Janet, mean precisely nothing relative to completing my task. You now have a very important decision to make. Are you going to be a problem for me or are you going to relax and sit and ponder every possible meaning of the phrase silence. <laughs> they just look at you. They are so scared. Well, they don't even look at you. They just look into the shadows. And Janet nods her head. Zoda is frozen. I. They are being compliant. Great. I go like i don't consult i just go straight back to the door don't let him see my face i'm just back to the door picking away at the lock in the shadows they're just sitting there comma are you gonna uh, do anything um we can't let them leave can we do you have any rope uh there's some rope you have rope. No, but the, 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 there's, there's rope, rope in here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to pull out some rope and I'm just going to, I'm not going to like hobble them, but I'm going to just, you know, tie their hands, tie their feet. <laughs> it's it's a nice hostage situation. It's a nice hostage. <laughs> I'm going to be really gentle and apologetic with Janet and I'm just going to kind of. Zona not, is not. I just shrug and I tie her knots plenty tight. <laughs> And then I lock the door, and while you finish up with that lock, I would like to uh, seal from this side. I'm going to seal the door with a um, with an arcane lock spell. Okay, roll. Because every time magic um, happens, you could, could, um, right. could I make a uh, could I make a recommendation? Oh, can we seal them inside the door? Oh, in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, inside the room we here. Putting them outside. Yes. Inside yeah, the room. In right. the room. Yeah. In the 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 supplies room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who? That's a four. No, five. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So difficulty two, and so. uh, yeah, it is sealed. No one's. And you know what? Sweet. It's also got a little little sound buffer, so no one can really Excellent. hear anymore. So you guys can just go ahead, mm -hmm. you chisel away, plaster falls, nobody hears it, and you guys get the door completely unearthed. Um, you see that there is a lock, and I'm not going to make you... I was. I said we were going to roll for it, but at this point, it's fine. You are able to pick that lock, and as you open it, it's very dark very very dark and kind of a chill comes up from that um you get a sense of definite magic coming up with that as well old magic that you haven't quite felt this energy before 
Um, as you kind of look down, it is a spiral staircase that goes down very, very, very deep. I look at, I look, kind of look down into the, down into the stairway with, uh, next to Yolok and I, I look at him and I, you, you, you promised, uh, danger and, uh, danger and nearly certain death, didn't you? Fear is what liberates us, comma. And I start walking. Um, I don't suppose you have a light, do you? Are there any torches in this supply room? I don't think I do. You you probably have dark vision. <laughs> um, you are going to need light. Yeah. Can you conjure a light? Okay. To be fair, this room does. It, it's this cleaning room, supplies. So it you... would have needed some kind of light in this room. Yes, it would have. So there's probably a torch or something in here. Sure, you can take the Sweet. torch. Sweet. I'm going to leave Janet and Zoda in the dark. Alone in the dark. <laughs> I'm sure that spell uh, expires in like 12 hours or something. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think that's a good place to stop yeah. for right now. And then we will pick up as you guys delve down deep into the hidden vaults. Oh,